Good morning, Miss Bell. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Wow, you sound more awake than I do, so that's good. I'm on my second cup of coffee. Okay, wow. That's good. I woke up before my alarm, which has never happened in my entire life. What happened? I mean, well, I don't the, know. What was the cause? I think I went to bed really early. But okay, well, that helps. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. So how's your week going? Oh, it's going good. Yeah, yeah. It just started, so there's not a lot to call home about. That's probably true. Probably true. Well, I think we should make our first administrative announcement quickly. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, we will now be releasing. Um, first oh, of all, we got it. The releasing schedule has been on a little bit of a... Um, not a pattern, I would say. What's the opposite of a pattern? Like, it's been a little random. Uh, I don't think it's been random. I've been trying hard to make it a pattern, but Okay, uh... Sevi's been re- trying really hard. We had a couple weeks where there was nothing that was not part of it. But, it was like know. a month. It was a long yeah. time. <laughs> that was Christmas break, clearly. <laughs> I don't know. And then we um, started, almost got back to the Monday and schedule. Then it, yeah, it was close. And I think, really, it's fine. But, um, the announcement is just to sort of make the better make better content and also just make it easier um we will now be doing every two weeks um i think we have enough to talk about every week but just with scheduling and whatnot it'll be easier to get them out every two weeks in really good quality so that is what we are switching to yes more more edit less podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah well probably a good balance um yeah that's funny um yeah that's it that's the announcement there you go there's your admin announcement cool yeah. so what do you, do you know what we're talking about today do you remember the topic no you don't um, i think so is this i i thought about it yesterday so i'd have some... is this the one we talked about so so the the topic or so there are two questions that kind of Surprise. fit within the same subject oh, yeah. but the first okay. one is um like if you had to give a ted talk what would the topic be I did think about this. Okay, okay, I'll let you go first. Oh, um, so if I could give a TED Talk on any topic, um, and disclaimer, like, clearly I'm not an expert in this topic, and there are other people who probably should be giving this TED Talk instead of me, but hypothetically, if I, you know, TED called me and said, give a talk, like, this is what I would initially say. Um, I would do something about democracy. Yeah. More specifically... <laughs> I had two um, guesses for you, and that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my, I don't want to say current obsession, because I think it's been a long-term obsession. <laughs> Mine. But it's still I don't current. I don't know if obsession's the right word. More specifically, I had an idea, I don't know, a week ago, that I was also thinking about doing yesterday, and I'm not going to spoil it completely, because I kind of think I want to publish it anonymously. Okay. But this is this, it's this idea of, like, updating some of the founders ideas or not even updating but like figuring out where their predictions maybe didn't happen not in terms of like logistics and then saying how like the ideals of democracy like are still happening if that makes sense okay so it's more of a reflection than a proaction kind of piece i mean i think the kind of it would that's interesting yeah because you see what i mean you're supposed to end on like a call to action, but I feel like it would more be like me doing the I, I, I don't know. So, like, people... so it would be pointing out how democracy has changed, but it still exists. I don't even know if the words changed, but just like I, I don't I, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Like an example. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if you know this, but this is sort of like a fun fact. People say like the founders didn't envision political parties. Right? Okay. That's, like, not right. totally true. Um, first of all, I learned that. That's, like, not really true. And they all, like, basically, the, people say, like, oh, my God, there are no political parties in the Constitution. Also, like, not totally true. Because the Constitution was, like, debated and written with things in them to reduce, like, factional conflicts, like, party conflict. Right. Like, like it wasn't like they just forgot to think about it and didn't write it in. Like that's right. not true at all. They also had a lot to I write thought. down, and so and yeah. not everyone got what they wanted written so, like, down. 
checks and balances were one of the things that like they thought and like even federalism of like having lots of states but also having a big federal government like that was one way to make it better like having different branches like these were all things that like have a huge like have a lot of other purposes and like one of the purposes was that which i think gets kind of blown right. away people are like it's just not even in there <laughs> they're so like it's so dumb Mm-hmm. it's like well no it actually was like anticipating and trying to help so I think I would just say like that and then I would also um, I don't know I've been thinking lately like I'm someone gave me the advice this weekend of like you should be writing things that you're interested about like outside of class mm-hmm. which like sounds kind of like dub but like I've always <laughs> fiction and nonfiction, and those don't really you can't submit those to a job really when they're asking for a writing sample Right. They'd be like, who are these characters? What is happening? <laughs> like, they'd be like, this is just a poem she wrote. Like, Oh, like, that's interesting. Okay, I see what you're saying. So more like, like commentaries. And I almost said, well, I have a podcast. But I was like, no, I'm not also submitting this to a job app. Like, basically just, you know, putting stuff out. Like, writing about things you're interested about. Um, yeah. And then I was talking to someone who said, and like, I don't want to get into this specific political topic, but she said like impeachment shows democracy working, like no matter what side you were on, like that was a democratic thing. Right. Like small d democratic, like democracy. Um, And I just thought like, oh, it's so interesting. Like I would click on pretty much any link that was like, what blank taught me about democracy? Right. And so I think that, like, my TED Talk would be, I don't, the blank is the harder thing to fill in, because literally, I feel like I could talk about it for anything. Like, I could take any one of my classes and be like, what this class taught me about democracy, or what this reading, or what... Um, this world event, yeah. Um, so this isn't, like, a very refined TED Talk topic. Yeah. But yeah, it, I'm sorry. No, but that's so good. But this would be the beginning of my brainstorming, and then there would be a refined topic at the end. No, that's really good. Okay, what about you? Okay, what about me? Um, so I thought really hard about this, and I, so at first I thought the second, the second question would be harder. So we'll, we'll get to that yeah. later. Um, but it turned out this first so one was harder, and I figured out why, which is what you said at the beginning, which is the question in my mind really isn't. Uh, what TED Talk do you want to, would you give? It's what are you at an expert in that most people aren't? Like, what are you, yeah, what could you tell people that they wouldn't be like? Not even that, like, what are you an expert at that, like, like you are the best person in the world to give this talk about X topic that you have, that you have, um, like, either spent your life studying or basically, like, come up with as an well basically it's like what's your original idea oh so hard um and i realized that i couldn't answer that question um because and then i'm like shoot like wow the world is all about copying not copying ideas that sounds bad but um it's just the world is all about sharing ideas that that sounds better Um, and i think tiktok's some of them are like people sharing ideas that aren't them 100%. yeah but i'd argue most ted talks are people who have learned something or done something unique or uh do have a unique or not uh do have a um like a new idea does that make mm-hmm. sense yeah. or who are at the forefront of a group of people that have a new idea um like usually the opinions on a ted like the reason a ted talk is so interesting is because it's like a brand new idea right yeah Um, okay but so i figured out that i didn't have any of those but (laughs) that didn't mean i couldn't talk about something else (laughs) that interests me that i could really dig my teeth into um and it's funny because like the first thing that came to mind is what i'm actually gonna end up doing even though i thought about it for like 30 minutes um and yeah i feel like your gut instinct's a good way to go on this one and for context this is a question that like like, I've been asked in a situation where you're just supposed to think of the first thing off the top of your head and, like, just to get to know someone. Right. So, I decided I wanted to talk about um, the physics of gravity in, like, planets and, like, in, like, large-scale, um, like, solar systems. 
which is really interesting to me. And I feel like most people don't understand it in, in a, I think, ethereal might be a good word to describe it, uh, but basically in like, in a strong way. So, so on earth, like I think people understand gravity very simply. It like points towards earth, right? So you throw an apple in the air, it comes back down. Really? Yeah. Really simple. And I, most people even understand that it doesn't like, it speeds up as it falls, right? Um, so the, there's acceleration towards Earth, right? It's not just um, like it gets faster and faster and faster yeah. until it doesn't anymore, right? Um, which then I think it gets a little bit more complicated. But amongst the, like the really big stuff, I think it's it, it, it's really different. And we always think of down as like oh things fall downward, right? But when you get to space, down changes to being towards anything with a lot of mass. Yeah, like the so bigger, technical, the more. So pe- when people say go to the sun, it's more like we're going to fall towards the sun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and technically, we're already falling towards the sun right now. The only reason that like, we're staying the same distance away from the sun is because the Earth is going so fast around the sun that it's kind of like, have you ever been on one of those... Uh, um, those carousels uh, the, or what are the things called in like playgrounds that spin really fast around that are pretty small that you can hang on to? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Uh, let me think of a better you example. Mean, you know, when you're at like a fair and they have the little seats that you sit in and then they go up and around like that. Yeah. So what happens when you're in one of those, which way do you want to like go? Which way does your body want to go when that thing's spinning really quickly? on the orbit like forward no. okay but no that's which way you do go which way does your body want to go down probably because gravity okay 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 no, uh, I don't let know. me I find don't a know. better <laughs> example um so it's like it's like in amusement parks this you know those gigantic swing sets that go around in a circle that's what i'm talking about okay so like you get on the swing right and which which way is the rope pointing or the the swings uh, chains like which way is it pointing when you when it's not moving? When it's not moving, which way is the thing holding you? The, the chains that go down to the swing. Which way do the chains go? They're going down, like in a exactly line. right okay. because we're going down towards Earth. So that's kind of like falling towards the sun, Mars, a moon, or a planet, right? And depending on how big it is, you fall faster. So your Earth, you fall a certain amount of fat acceleration um and with the uh with the sun it's gonna be more because the sun is a lot bigger right you might start out slower farther away but as like if you were as close to the sun as we are to earth like you would be shooting into that thing really quickly you'd also already be in the sun because it's so big but that's a different story um so now when the swing set starts to like go what happens to the rope of the swing what happens to the chains it goes like out yeah it goes out so the acceleration all of a sudden goes outward because it's going around. And that acceleration outward balances with the gravity wanting to go down, right? Now, in this case, gravity is 90 degrees to the way it moves out. But imagine if it was 180 degrees, right? So in other words, it's like gravity is pushing you towards the center of the swing set, right? But you're moving around pushes you outward, right? Okay. And that's what now, keeps us on orbit. Now, let's imagine it's balanced, right? Those two things are balanced. So you're going just fast enough that you stay in um, that certain, like that certain position away from the center, right? Yeah. Um, now, technically, with planets and with orbiting bodies, that's called your orbit, right? So what sets your orbit is your speed. What sets the distance away the Earth is from the Sun is like perfectly matched to the speed of Earth. Um, the radial speed, the speed it goes around. So the idea is like as Earth goes around the sun, it's actually falling, it, it wants to be pulled toward the sun, right? But that force of like the swing set of going around pushing outward causes it to like keep in balance and stay about the same distance away from the sun. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and now here's the crazy part. It's the same with the moon around the Earth. The Earth's pulling the moon. But the moon and that's. Is- why is the moon going towards the sun? It's because closer? it's closer. Because Earth's gravity is stronger on it than the sun's gravity, 
because it's way closer to Earth. If okay. it got a little bit closer to the sun, or if it got not, or if it wasn't going around the Earth, then it would be more attracted to the sun. A lot of comets that um, come by Earth, they actually are going around the sun, right? They're, they're, they're orbiting around the sun. Usually it's a big oval and they get really close to the sun and they get shot away. But it, it, they, they actually, like, when they pass Earth, like, they're going a completely different direction and a completely different area. Um, Wait, can I go on so, a small tangent about comets? Yeah, please. Last week, I learned a lot about comets. Um, in the early modern period in Europe, they thought they were omens from God. Right. Like messages because they couldn't understand. Like they were like, I mean, yeah, they, they didn't had other follow theories, all but the rules. Mainly, like most people thought they were omens of like political struggle or death or like encouraging the rebellion. So it's kind of like a self fulfilling prophecy. The Queen, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the First, I'm pretty sure. I don't, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe the second saw a comet out of her window and said, the dice has been thrown or something like very dramatic. That's funny. Um, and then they, her astrologer was like, don't worry, someone else is going to die. Like, it's not you. And she was like, okay, cool. And then, like, they, everyone else was like, will I die? But, like, oh, my anyway, gosh. That was comics back then. <laughs> that's funny. And now um, we can figure out which comet that was based on, like. Oh, that's. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. sure we can. Yeah. So, anyway, and you can figure it out because a lot, like, astronomers have realized, oh, the Earth's going this fast. That means it's this far away from the sun. And they can do all the calculations for, and basically just, like, rewind the clock back to those days and see exactly uh exactly what bodies were in the sky and when um it's crazy it is crazy um so the like like they're even able to look at like starry night by van gogh and really yeah and they can be like they they can like figure out what stars are what like based on and what direction he was facing because they can just like the sky looked different back then right but we can like set a simulation to go back in time to see what the Do sky you know would have looked like. Astronomers back then were so good that it, like people wouldn't really know like their birthday, but sometimes they would have birth charts of the stars, and then the astronomers would like tell them when they were born based on yeah, that. even That's without cool. like the computer running. I don't even know. That's right? So yeah. Crazy. No, definitely they were good. And like we um, now we have programs like you can print out a copy of like what they looked like when you were born. Yeah. No, there. It's funny. There's always a star in the sky that if you look up its light is coming into your eyes and that light was released from the star when you were born. Why is there always one? Because there's, because there's just so, there's so many stars, right? They're like, that's crazy. At least one is, is on the day of your birthday. Usually. Um, Or, or like the light was released on the day. Obviously the star changes as you grow older. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I don't know, that's just a really interesting topic that I think a lot of people don't understand as well. So a great example I always love to say is, like, imagine you have a rocket, right? Which way do rockets go? Up. You're right. Now, what Out. most people don't realize is they don't just go up. They turn and go sideways, right? Really? As well. Yeah. And so if you set a rocket straight up, and then it ran out of gas. When did it just it, go back down? It, it, yeah, exactly. It would just go back down. And everybody's like, oh, no, it goes up. And then it's just like above the Earth, right? But if you think about satellites and like the International Space Station or other things you hear about, what are they doing around Earth? Orbiting. Exactly. The same way the moon orbits. The same Wait, way the Earth orbits. Orbit? I thought they go. So rockets spend most of their fuel not going up, but going sideways. Because they have wow. to get to a speed that's fast enough that they can, like, that they can stay above Earth without falling back to Earth. All In of my words, children's drawings are wrong, like, where I pointed, you know what I mean? Like, exactly! And that's what that's I mean crazy. by people's literal understanding, because they see the rocket go up. What they don't see is, like, once it gets, like, several kilometers high, it starts to, like, pitch a little bit. And, like, by the time it gets to the top of the Earth, where you can't see it anymore, it's, like, fully, like, level with Earth. Like, it, it's, it's spending all its fuel trying to go around. And if a rocket needs, if a satellite needs to get to a higher orbit, so farther away from the Earth is the way yeah. to describe it, the only way to do that is to go faster, right? So they have to speed up even more and, and like, push out. even, and, and it spins out. So, like, if you think about it, the circumference of a circle is bigger when you're farther away, right? Yeah. So it needs to go faster to keep pace with Earth. 
Now, it's not exactly that simple, but that's a good way to think about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's so cool that, like, I mean, it sounds kind of, like, dramatic, but I learned about alchemy yesterday. And how they were, like, if we know the elements, basically, like, we can master them. Yeah. But if you think about it, and you think, like, oh, ha-ha, like, they didn't make gold. But if you think about it, like, (laughs) we understand, like, gravity and things. And that right. literally, you can, like, channel the energies of the universe to, like, make your rocket ship go, with, like, by doing that, right? You can channel the energies of the... Like, what, like what? the speed doesn't... If you're in orbit, it not like, the fuel not being used as much because it's automatically going around because of gravity? Wait, I'm sorry. Come at, come could, at me again. Like, the so Earth different. doesn't have fuel to go around right? the sun. It's the gravity, like that, right? Like it didn't. Well, you need like to be able to speed up to stay up there. But if you're, but okay, so okay, maybe I'm wrong. No, no, okay, no. maybe like a I plane. Think what, plane I think can conserve fuel I think by what, like understanding where to go and like wind. So, so, so technically, like there's this thing called slingshot, where if you aim yourself towards a planet and you go around it. You can use its gravity to like shoot exactly. you away. Wait, yeah. does it not exist? What does it, what doesn't exist? Is it true? Yeah, no, it's true. That's okay. how we got to Pluto with that's the horizon. That's what I mean. It, it went that's around what, Venus kind of and got shot by Venus. Like, it went we around, understand think... that, and then we can use that. Yeah, so cool. But the thing is, like, the energy still is conserved because, like, those planets just like spin a little bit slower or go around the sun just a little bit slower, but their energy goes into shooting this tiny rocket really far. But that's a that's a good trade because like it's such like it takes away so little energy it doesn't really matter. Wait, so the satellites orbiting around the Earth are they slowing down the Earth? A little bit, yeah. Oh my god! But again, they're very again. small. Okay, um, I'm uncomfortable. Del, you want to hear something really <laughs> crazy? Do you know what's you know what's cr- taking energy away from the Moon and it's causing the Moon to get farther and farther away from Earth? No, what? The oceans. The oceans, so you know how the moon creates waves? Yeah. The moon's energy is going into the oceans, creating tides and waves. And so so is the sun to a lesser extent, right? Because the moon's just a lot bigger, a lot closer, even though the sun's a lot bigger, right? Um, And distance matters more. It's squared. It's not as much as mass, right? Um, Yeah. But... Because of that, the moon slowly loses energy and goes to a higher orbit and gets further and further away from the uh, Earth. And technically, soon, the moon will be far away. Or I, I say soon in astronomical like, terms. Yeah. Um, soon, the moon will be so far away that we'll no longer get uh, solar eclipses. The moon will not completely cover the sun. In oh. fact, the sun will, like, the moon as will be smaller. As long as we still, I think we say we won't have tides. No, we'll have, we'll have smaller tides, but just a little bit smaller. By the time we have tiny tides, like, the sun will probably have engulfed the Earth anyway. But that's oh a different God. problem for a lot, an, <laughs> another few, like, billion years. Yeah. Um, is that an inch? So, 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 rockets, satellites, satellites have to go around the Earth. And there's a few positions where, like, if they're going around the Earth, they can keep pace with Earth and, like, stay at the exact same position above Earth, which is kind of interesting. There's a few points that are pretty valuable that do that. There, and then here's the thing. You know how I said, like, there's, like, the balance between going around the sun and going around the Earth, right? Yeah. There's a few positions, and they've named them. Um, oh, I for, there's a word for them. I'm going to get really bad comments if, if, if I don't remember. Um, But I basically, think- the idea is I think there's a few. I think they're called, like, Oh no, that's not it. Um, but basically, it's a few points where this going around the Earth, like, is the same as going around the Sun. Does that make sense? No. So same so, so, in which same same, same kind of like orbit, same kind of like energy level, same like okay. So the idea is, if you get a spaceship to one of those points, it can exit out of circling Earth and start circling the Sun instead. That's kind of cool. Isn't that kind of cool? So if you need to like transition, you can go to the one of those. And it's weird because it's like a gateway in space, but it's not a wormhole like where you go to a different part of space. It's just a gateway in that you transition from being one reliant. To the other. Exactly. Reliant upon one so to the cool. other. That is kind of like a, I mean, 
It's like um, have you ever seen a Walk to Remember? Probably not. It's a, a what? Nic- it's a Nicholas Sparks movie. Anyway, no, I haven't. This girl on her bucket list is to be in two places at once, and they go to a state line, and she stands on like the state line. Right. Like, in two places at once. Like, that's sort of like that. Like, it's like a gateway, but, like, not really. It's just kind of, like, one place is also the other. Right. Sport. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one place is, like, oh, well, now you're well, on this And other. technically, like, it's a gateway, but it's cool because there's no, like, gate which you pass through because, like, yeah, the gate itself so cool. is the pass-through. But we found that spot. That's interesting. Well, and there's a few of them. I think there's, like, yeah, there's a few of them. And there's also spots for, like, the moon and Earth that, like, you can transition between the two. Um, or That's cool. Um, so it's, it's a really interesting... Um, like just Wait, way to think about it. So, so have you That's ever right. seen like those uh like when people are trying to explain it like they use trampolines and they put like heavy objects in them no okay there, there, there's a thought experiment where like in order to explain gravity, this stuff or for like orbits so imagine a flat trampoline okay and then you put a bowling ball in the middle of the trampoline okay and then you send a marble around the bowling ball oh yeah okay i can see how this works you, so that is a good analogy for like earth because or like earth going around the sun or a satellite going around earth now the problem is there's friction so eventually like the marble will go back like will uh go like actually fall all the way in right and it's yeah. pretty quick because there's a lot of friction um but if there was no friction there like it would just it'd be a lot like the solar system where you go around although there is friction in the solar system it's just so small compared to these gigantic bodies that are moving so fast it's hard to stop the earth from orbiting right if the earth stopped orbiting it would just fall straight towards the sun and go into the sun but that's oh no fun God. That'd be um yeah and technically all the objects that weren't moving fast enough did do that and that's why you don't that's why there's a lot of empty mm. space even the like asteroid belt is like circling the sun like all the all the rocks are all circling together. together around the sun right and then some area, and like the area around Earth, all those rocks kind of combined into Earth, right? They like smashed into each other and like collided and like formed and yeah. fused and pulled. And they were, there was enough of them, like enough of dust cloud, enough of a lot of them together. that They all just like got pulled into each other because of gravity of Earth or what was then Earth dust cloud into Earth. And that's why, and that's why you see planets too, right? All the gases coalesced into like Jupiter and Saturn and Neptune and Uranus. Um, it's it's really interesting. That's cool. Um, so uh, it's just something I, I don't know. I feel like that's something that the average person didn't think about. And I I did a few things like techniques to try to explain it to you. I would like really dive deep into like what's the most interesting way to explain this, where like anybody can understand it, but it's also yeah. fun to learn. Do you right. remember, what was it for? What year was this? I, like, want to use this example. Like, I want you to say it, but I don't, you know, it's such a weird thing to podcast. I'm like, I know you know this, but I feel like this is a really, like, you had, like, a club or something where you had to teach someone something is, like, your interview. Oh, yeah. Peer mentors. Um, yeah, like, and, like, anything. And I think that's such a, first of all, oh. like, good skill, like, cool. But also, like, it's so, I mean, if you think about it, like, we all go about our days the same, but, like, your degree is so different than mine. And the amount of things you could just, like, explain that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I would have no idea about. Yeah, but there's a lot of things you can explain, too. No, but it's just, I, I taught people how saying... to tie their shoes during that. No, was I'm like... just saying it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it I'm is I'm not cool. saying it's, like, a bad thing comparatively. I'm just saying, like, you know all this stuff about the solar system. But also, like, knowing the examples to transmit it to someone. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm an expert. It's that. You know, like a TED talk is how do you make it like accessible? Oh, it's all about the communication. It. Yeah, which is why I think it's really cool. And I really don't watch that many, but I'm more into the meta TikTok, like not TikTok. Oh my God, the meta TED talk. Right. Of like how they actually communicate it. <laughs> oh, you no, know, that, that'd be I a like, cool TED talk. How I, to give a best TED talk. No, a cool TED talk was like how to give a good speech or speech or uh, informational. Like yeah, no, I I totally agree. Yeah, yeah that know. would be meta. But I, the the yeah, I've read a lot of books on that. I took a class called the uh, the uh, wow, I want to I want to say it's called the art of science communication. It was just called like science communication, advanced science communication. That's and the idea cool. is like the class was a hundred percent about like how to communicate ideas so that they stick, and like not too much about the science part. 
Um, so you have we a just have how can you give me advice for starting mine? Just start one. I feel like I'm being cryptic because I have an idea, but I really do want to publish it anonymously, so I don't want to like talk about it. <laughs> well, if you start a blog, it's harder to publish anonymously. Um, you know what you should do? You should get a, medium. a you, you should get a medium and create a pseudonym on medium and publish it. I don't know what medium is, but I mean, like, how long are yours? Like five paragraphs, four paragraphs? Yeah. I want mine or more or less. I tried to make mine short. I I, I named my blog uh, Sat Blog, which is um story and thesis. You know, story... it really? I think so. Okay, well, I need anyway. to post more. I, that's one of the things to do. <laughs> okay, um, I have a bunch that are like half written, but half is easy part. It's the next part that's harder. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, I really need to create a. I might put that on my balance board to like force myself to do it more. See, um, I've decided. I always have like like yesterday. I had no. a spur of like I want to do so much, and I like started like four books in the blog. So, and I think so, I need to pick one. <laughs> actually, like really. so, me- medium's pretty cool. Um, so so the problem is like websites expensive. I guess you have to pay for medium too. Got everything in, in life costs money. Honestly, I'm just gonna make it a Tumblr for now. Um, yeah, maybe. Copy uh, all the nobody goes stuff. on Tumblr anymore. So Medium's kind of cool. It's I, no it's an app this anywhere, where people read, oh, um, okay. and they read articles that people write, and just it's like anybody can write an article, right? And p- you can like clap for different people's articles, and that That's like brings cool. it oh, higher yeah. to the top. Um, and it's cool because it's like got everything under the sun from like poems to like just articles about what somebody wants to talk about, and there's just like ever there's just so much stuff on it. Um, and it's cool because it like recommends things to you based on what you also you've read, um, and you can follow different people you like and read everything they post. Just different stuff like that. You've convinced me. That's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, and you should just get it, like get it for a little bit. I think you can read like up to like eight stories or something before it cuts you off and says, "Hey, like, pay us." Um, but it's still pretty cool. Um, I just thought of another interesting question, and now I'm blanking on it. Mm. I'm sorry. Should we go to our second question? Yes. So you asked the second question this time. Oh, so the second question, instead of what TED Talk would you give, it's if you could like commission, I don't even know if commission are if you could hear, like if you could Google a TED Talk and know for sure that it was going to be there and you want to see it, what would you want to see? Like the opposite, basically. Yeah. Um, I really liked your answer just previously about the like meta TED Talk and like communi- cool? advanced communication of like sticking ideas um there are like this class taught me so many things and one of the biggest ways is like telling stories is like such a great way my question okay okay so yesterday i was working um and we were all like comparing cover letters because it's like application time for summer anyway my friend wants to go into publishing in kids books so of course my next question is what's your favorite children's book and she named one i'd never heard of and told me the story in like a minute was really like they always have like a lesson but they're told like really cute and then i started thinking oh my god what children's book would i write so that's my next question but i feel like we should finish the ted talk once first anyway sorry that one takes a lot of (laughs) i don't have an answer yet but yeah i wouldn't either that i'd have to think a lot about that one and i know our aunt is writing or trying to write one maybe she wrote one it's always interesting (laughs) which aunt (laughs) Yes, <laughs> no, I'm sure you can. I can probably down. figure it out. It's, yeah, it's a yeah, anyway. Um, I don't want to spoil it because I don't know. I think it's she's the one who's closer to you, right? Yeah, I think she's actually trying Got to get it. published, which is really cool. But I think that's a cool way to tell a story because you start with like basically a lesson, and then you like say, okay, what represents this? Like, should it be like different animals or like best friends or like what struggle should will have this lesson at the end? Mm-hmm in like a digestible way probably not part of the meta ted talk ted talk but still okay so that's what you'd want to see what do you uh, think no, would be in no it? no i i i actually have a better answer but oh, um what's your better one? or it's not a you won't think it's better um i don't know i thought about this and i realized that yeah okay so if you thought my last uh answer was very technical this one's even more so um <laughs> Which is, um, okay, so which is how does, 
How does a printer work? They don't. <laughs> that's the answer. That, that's a good punchline for a joke. They never, um, never reliably work. I, I listened to an interesting like... podcast recently that talked about how they actually are working just as well as they used to. The reason that we are, uh, the reason we think, think they don't work as well is because we have less patience and they're so good at what they do that it's really obvious when they don't work. All they have to do is print the paper. That's all they have to do. Dell, think about a printer. It it's got to like, it's got to like put any color like anywhere to make a whole thing. It's got to be able to flip the page. It's got to be able to like pick up a piece of paper from a pile of papers that isn't very well um, like placed inside the printer. It's got to um, dispense it and make sure it doesn't fall. Like. There's actually a lot that goes into like printers, like this very mechanical, like that you can't just solve with like ones and zeros. That is really interesting, and like aligning the paper perfectly. Like it, there's so many little things that it has to do that you don't think about, and apparently it's like it's a miracle of technology. So I want to learn more about how it does that. Okay, apparently I need your TED talk so I can appreciate the fact that it like works one out of five times. I've given it's, up. I don't even print things anymore. It's not, it's not that bad, though, but yeah. Maybe it's I, just I've, the technology I'm around. I've gone from hating or printers to liking them. Or the Bluetooth ones we grew up with. Our parents yeah, but gave you, up on Bluetooth printers. They still, you just plug it in. And then yeah, even, it well, doesn't it's work. It's because it never worked. <laughs> Receiving I agree. the print job, that's the main I agree. thing they are unable to do. Yeah, no, I agree. They're not very good at that. Anyway, sorry. Huh. Hmm. Okay. That's okay. a good one. Um, I don't know that I have an answer for this one. What do I want to know? I'm tempted to say how to become a morning person should be the TED Talk I need. They probably exist. That sounds like one. How to become a morning person. Okay. What? Why do you yeah. want to be a morning person? Because I refuse to do work at night. And... I get really busy in the middle of the day, so it's kind of my. It seems it like, the like right you time. have no time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what? Well, that's a good question. I think the it's problem because... is our society is so focused on like, we we do a lot most of our social interaction in the evening slash night. Yeah. So waking up early means you have to go to bed early, and going to bed early means you miss that. So it's really it's not a yeah. it's not always a great deal to make. Or trade off to make. It's more like, okay, so I woke up five minutes before my alarm today. Right. And and it started my day off in like the most positive way, even though then I didn't get out of bed and then I was kind of fresh. But it's more like, I feel, I think of myself as like a productive, hardworking, persistent person. But then every morning you have like, I, it seems to like, I have like cognitive dissonance because I end up just literally being like, I can't move. I don't want to get up. I have no motivation. Right. I'm late. And it, like, clearly I value the things I do. But for some reason, like, my brain forgets that every morning and just wants to sleep. And I turn in and I don't like that. That's more the thing, I think. It's like, even if I woke up right when I currently wake up, I wish I were, like, on the right, like, waking up on the right side of the bed, so to speak. Yeah. But and I'm going to try think... to not do a phone. I'm... It, it's hard because like when you wake up earlier you actually are more tired because you're like oh my body's not used to waking but, up see, early to me it's not even that early <laughs> okay that's, no that's, that's fair if you're going from like nine to like eight you're right that is a big step <laughs> yeah i'm trying to slowly make my way to 8 30 8 30 wow I, I woke up at six <laughs> yeah see i just maybe it's like so that, that's up. a big jump from seven i've been trying to transition and it's hard because yeah. you just get more done in the morning when you have more time i just like i don't know why this motivation is not there then but then the rest of the day you know what i mean it's there and then i think at night the thing that you're saying is not like like is what i'm trying to say which isn't like oh my god i'm so lazy i don't want to do homework at night it's more that like that is the social time and right. I do like that's what I need then and that's what I want and I'm it's hard for like I'm not gonna leave that and do homework usually. right and I like to just have it all done by then anyway so I can enjoy it anyway that's the TED talk I would watch is I think mm-hmm. 
I'd become a morning person, which is probably just wake up earlier. That's probably the answer. Yeah. No, I've I I've liked my slight change. I might change it back, but it, yeah, it but uh... does, doesn't it kind of make sense that like the more like people say I've asked I asked someone this at a like job thing this weekend. I said like what gets you up in the morning like about your job specifically. Oh, that's interesting. And I feel like it should correlate that like when you have a lot you want to wake up for, you should be better at waking up. But then I feel like in my life, well, I really, like, I have a lot to wake up for, but then I do not wake up. Yeah, I find I'm the last. I'm thinking well. maybe it doesn't correlate. <laughs> it's my new thing. The problem is I, I go to work at 10, so, like, waking up at 6, I can't exactly say, oh, I'm waking up to go to work. That's true. That's it's true. more I'm waking up to work out. I'm waking up to, like, get all these little things done in the morning. Yeah, you're right. That isn't a very good positive spin. I should put a better positive spin on that. I mean, it's. Yeah, maybe that's it. I'm trying to find a positive spin for me being like... Maybe you do your writing right when you wake up and you're like, I'm excited to write. See, I really, I just, I don't, I don't no? know. Is yeah, that just not know. a thing? Sort okay of like, it's very little that will like drag me out of bed other than like... I, I need to add more to my blog. This is what I've gotten out of this discussion. Well, I'm gonna, I have to start one. I'm really good at coming up with ideas do you think- and then... I don't remember if I did this or not. Do you think I should remember that poem I showed you? Do you think I should put it on a blog? Why not? Okay. Do you know Benjamin Franklin was almost a poet? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Then his dad was like, don't do it. Benjamin Franklin was almost a lot of things. (laughs) And then he had a lot of friends who were poets, and he was all like, should I have done it? (laughs) Oh my God. Like a little bit. I, I'm getting that book in, I think, tomorrow. So I'll be able I'm gonna to tell you one really funny, like a little story from it. Literally, just yes. like, his friend wanted to be a poet, and they were all like, I don't know, man, you should probably like get a job. Um, and then they had like, they were like, well, let's see who could do write the best poem. So they all like went home and they got together and like brought their poems. And yeah. Benjamin Franklin like didn't write one because he was like, I don't know, he didn't write one. But his friend called him beforehand and said, Hey, these guys are gonna hate on my poem because they don't want me to become a poet. What if you present it, and then you'll get their honest opinion? <laughs> and they all raved about this poem. They were like, "Ben, you wrote the best poem." <laughs> we are shocked at how good your writing is. Which, like, first of all, out. <laughs> and then the guy was like, "Okay, that was actually me. Ha ha! I'm gonna call the poet now." And they were all like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and they still said no. He tricked them. <laughs> That's funny. He tricked them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that sounds like. Franklin agreeing to that. Yeah, that is funny. It's kind of a good way to tell you're actually good. <laughs> and that's, uh, although I think it says more about what they think of Ben than what yeah, they think they of Yeah, but then they were the like, what a wondrous element of your writing. <laughs> ben Franklin was a very good writer, though. Yeah, this was like in his 20s. I don't know. It was his little like poetry career. Yeah, he but became one of the more proficient writers. I don't know. Yeah, that was a funny that's time. funny. So you can tell if you're good at something. You know, you spent, I, I, I guess that, that's a spoiler for the autobiography. I'll, I'll stop talking. What? Um, Someone tried to spoil some things for me. Yeah, no, I'll stop. I don't I'll really stop. know much about his life, but I will tell yeah. you, there are various shipwrecks. It's a very exciting autobiography. There are various shipwrecks? I don't remember that yeah. part. I read yeah. his uh, biography from Walter Isaacson. That was clearly good. I didn't think, maybe he made it up. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Um, anyway, I feel like I'm getting out of topic. What were you saying? My TED Talk, yeah. Yours. Yeah. Good answer. I, so, mine, so, I feel like mine should be a more scientific thing, because I think part, part of that is, like, there's so much I don't know that I don't know what I don't know. For yeah, no, and there, like, I was thinking of stuff, and I was trying to not just fall into the stereotype of, like, science, but I couldn't, because no, that was actually I, interesting. But I but think it's interesting, because, like... I feel like we're very similar, but our actual, like, technical strengths are very different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun just designing new things at work. Really? Yeah. Making stuff. That's <laughs> Making so stuff. Fun. It's funny, like, I, 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 probably every day my boss comes up with a new idea that he draws on the whiteboard and explains to me on how to do, like, something or another thing, and it's That's like so... always fun just to like think about it and be like, oh, and use that part oh. of my brain where I visualize like the actual part completely assembled and like all the interconnections and then see if it works in my head. Like 
as advertised. That's so if that cool. makes sense. Like you press but, play and it like yeah, yeah, yeah basically it. Um, but it's yeah, I've realized recently. Apparently, there's a condition where you can't think. Oh, I can't, you can't the, think. Uh, no, you you can't visualize images in your head. No, I'm trying to test it. Okay, okay. Here's the way I, I test think it. I can, imagine, but I know. A, imagine a red apple in front of you. Okay. Okay. How clearly do you see the apple on a scale from one to ten? Am I supposed to close my eyes? Or from zero to ten? No, like just keep like your eyes open. Like there. Yeah. Like a four? I don't know. It's not there. Okay. I know that. Okay. <laughs> well, well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> That's why it's. I was like, it's not there. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So the. Uh, so like there are people who are zero and like that's the people i'm talking about um where they cannot visualize and it's not like it's not there it's just that like they can't visualize it right yeah. but yeah it's funny i asked nani this question uh our oh, grandmother who's an 10? artist yeah, she said 21 or something like that <laughs> she's like it's there I can but, it like but she also said 21 with like the most like like the, with the most intensity you can imagine that's so funny yeah um <laughs> that's yeah. no yeah i was like that's for and i'm totally like a 10 or a 9 like, i have it's... a professor who like has you know graphs and they have different colors on it and he says like with everyone he's like if you're colorblind you can't he's like i'm really sorry you <laughs> say this every time like just look up what color people can see and then well, the fun the... is different people are different levels of colorblind really oh my god i don't know yeah you can be like red green blue yellow. like he's probably getting their Actually, face <laughs> Did you know that like you can you can only see three colors? Yeah, and you see like a gradient of them. Yeah, and that they put together in different ways, they create other colors. Yeah, I learned that when I was like beginner coding and like I don't know yeah. fourth that, grade. That's probably how, that, the last coding I've done. That, that's how your phone works too. Your phone only yeah, lets out three colors. Put in like how much red, how much green, how much blue, and it would make like a color palette. Yeah. Do you remember my LED light strip? Like in yeah, is that what yeah, it was? It, it's, yeah, if you look closely enough, you can see the tiny little bars of red, blue, and and yellow, or red, blue, and green that make up a white LED. And it's the same with like my light bulbs that can change color. I love those things. That's cool. One of the best two hundred dollars I've ever spent. Oh my <laughs> god, really... that's, I know. that's an interesting question. Like, what's the best two hundred dollars you've ever spent? That is. Are we gonna answer that now? Because we still have like ten minutes. Or do you wanna? I don't know that I know. I, I have a lot. I once bought this yeah. pair of headphones for under $200 that I wore like almost every day. And then they broke and they replaced them for me after like a year and a half. Cool. And then it happened again and they replaced them again. I got so much out of that $200, even though they kept like, they la- I like used them through their cycle life. Like I used three through their cycle life for the cost of one. Yeah. I would say shoes. I just bought a, this is way under $20. Um, every year and a half, I buy a new bullet journal. It's like twenty dollars, but yeah. then I use it every day, and it's like very. I was very lost for the week that I did not have one. I was like, someone was like, "What are you doing next weekend?" And I was like, "I could not tell you. Like, I have no idea. It's not mapped out." I once forgot my growth book at home, and that was a that was a bad day. Oh, poor Sydney. Yes, because I put my like things to do and schedule and different stuff on that, and it's hard because I go through. I have like. A system and if you you can't follow the system if you don't have the book that's true it's or it's harder yeah you're not able well, to visualize well, it <laughs> ha, 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 ha. I, i'm not a photographic memory oh, there's a difference between being able to visualize something in the moment and being able to visualize it forever more do you ever have a test where you know where the answer is and you can visualize that but you don't know what the answer is yes yeah, that's the worst. It's like, whenever, I could tell you. Whenever I look for something in a textbook, I'm like, I know it's in the upper left-hand corner. I just oh, need to find what page. That's like, so I, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, it's funny. Whenever I'm like, I ask someone something and they're like, oh, it's here. I'm like, where is that exactly? And they're like, I don't know directions. I don't know where it is. And I have to like, I know I'll <laughs> like remember it if I like figure page. out where it is in, in geographical space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a hard time visualizing that. Yeah. yeah that that's weird i guess um, i'm trying to think what i have a hard time understanding or seeing yeah like when i like sometimes when i'm like trying to fall asleep i'll like walk through my town 
We fit up in streets. Oh, but it's cool. weird if you think about it because I, you, I really think in terms of streets. But I was recently on one and I realized how much it turns at one point. <laughs> like, yeah. how Isn't things that weird? line up with this other street that turns and what's, like, right ahead of you that, like, is too tur- Like, I, it sounds weird, but, like, yeah, it wasn't where I thought it was because they're both, like, pretty slight turns. And they made things line up that you're, like, those aren't really fitted sometimes, in front of each other. Sometimes when I'm trying to sleep, I pretend I'm a ghost. And, like, I come out of my body, and I can visualize, like, looking at my body, and then I, like, go through the ceiling, and then I, like, visualize the town, and then I, like, can, like, fly around. I can basically just, like, I like to think about it. I'm, like, flying around, seeing different things versus zooming in and out. But, yeah, I guess that's basically what it is. And, basically, I, like, visualize, like, going over the hills and, like, seeing the geography and seeing the city and, like, wrapping around the city or, like, and and basically, like as long as I've been there, I can like do that pretty well. That's cool. And, like, Are you ready? Thing... Say again. Go ahead. Yeah, I I forgot what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Your final Benjamin Franklin fact. Okay. <laughs> he had a friend. They made an agreement. There are so many little. Je- this is literally like one sentence in the book. His friend had made an agreement that whichever of them passed away first should come back for a friendly visit to the other to tell them what's in the afterlife. And then That's he goes, smart. but he did not keep his promise. And then <laughs> the like, I told my friend he thought it was morbid. I was like, I don't know. I just think it's like very... He's like, oh, we agree. I love it. He's just, he, he's trying to test heaven. <laughs> They're like, we can outsmart this if we promise. <laughs> he didn't, I'm not surprised that... Franklin lived a long time for someone his in his time. Yeah. So anyway, like, that's your fun second fun fact of the day. I'm yeah. sure there's so many Probably of those that third. you love in there. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. All right. Well, I have to head out. Okay. Do you want to recap real quick? Oh yeah. Um, today we talked about a lot of tangents, but mainly <laughs> our main questions were: if you could give a TED talk, what would you give it on? And if you could hear one, what would it be about? Um, which is kind of interesting. Think about it. I feel like everyone's answers are a little different. Um, yeah. Clearly, ours were also different. Yeah. So today we talked about like TED talk. I get I talked about space, and Bell talked about um, what what TED talk we would give, and Bell talked about uh, democracy um, and what blank influences democracy. Was that it? Yeah. What blank has to say about democracy or something like, or like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then and then we talked about uh, what TED Talk we want to hear. And I talked about, I want to hear how printers mechanically work. And you talked about... Um, how to be a morning person. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, yeah, cool. 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 All right, have a good week. Yeah, enjoy your time, uh, your job, and your day. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Love you.